Welcome to episode 186 of A Gal and a Gay. We are the pop culture connoisseurs. I am Mick. And I'm Kitty. Thanks for joining us on a very special episode. Where yes. We talk all about our favorite TV show, uh, Shit's Creek, and its series finale. Which we just watched. This is our initial reaction. We're taping this just moments after we watched uh, the finale and the finale documentary. Um, I'm still trying to regain composure because I've been crying for an hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) And it was kind of prolonged too because we had some issues. We learned a valuable lesson uh, tonight that um, live TV is still a thing. Uh Sometimes when you think you have something recorded, the platform that you're using is not going to allow you to watch it. So thankfully, Pop aired uh, right. the finale again, and we could catch it and the docu-series afterwards. Right, right. So. they aired it back-to-back, basically. So that's, thank God, because I was going to be real mad if I had to wait like another day to watch this. Um, so. right. And we weren't the only ones. There were others. Yeah. There were some... Yeah, I I went to I searched for Twitter. I went to Twitter to see if people were complaining about this, and they were. So we weren't the only ones. It was an issue with our uh, streaming provider. So yeah. Mm. Okay, Kitty, how are you doing? How are you doing? I think, well, like I said, emotional, um, beautiful. I think this is a really beautiful send off for a really beautiful show. They think the show is perfect, and I think they had the perfect ending. Um, to such a beloved show. Um, so it's sad that it's over because I feel the world needs this right now, that needs this show, and it's needed it for six years. But um, I'm glad that they are they got to end it on their own terms before it got stale or got canceled. So right. definitely understand why. First quarantine, and now the end of Shit's Creek. Right. Ugh. The beautiful thing is you can go back and binge watch it. I will probably do that again sometime during this quarantine just because I love it that much. So, yeah, um, me too. I've actually, I started the rewatch about a week ago here and there watching. um, I think I'm on, yeah, I'm on season two episode uh, where (laughs) it's a, it's the, it's the one that you see a lot of TikToks now on and ones that we've talked about where uh, she went out, Alexis went out jogging and David's eating her yogurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was saving that for after my, after my run. And he's like, funny, I was saving it for during your run or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, it, it, it's fantastic. I remember because you watched this first, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah. And uh, several of my friends, including my husband was like, you have got to watch this. And I was like, Ugh, I, I know how this is going to go. I mean, I love Catherine O'Hare. I love Eugene Levy. Who's this Dan Levy guy? Levy right. guy. Yeah. And, you know, this Annie Murray. Murray. And Murphy. Murray? Murray. Murphy. 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 Uh, and I did have to power through the first season because uh, I'm like, God, these, these people are just rotten. Like, not rotten. They're just, right. uh, they're the typical but yet they have there's something a little different about them and then you got to season two and i was just hooked from there and then introducing patrick and 
Yes. Th- that just, yeah. it, it really, really, really clicked. Right. Um, mm. Yeah. I don't think I didn't start watching the show until maybe the third, second or third season. It was whenever it came out on Netflix and I'd heard a lot of good things about it. I just never got around to watching it. And then one day I did. And I was like, oh my God, this is maybe the best thing I've ever seen. And it just gets consistently better. Like better every season. The writing gets better. The characters, the development. It's just, God, it's just like a perfect show. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And we really do need a show like this uh, right. right now. And I mean, luckily we, you know, people are still going to be discovering this show right. uh, later on. And Dan uh, has talked many times about how he just, you know, this is, he created a world that he wants to live in and it's not one. And they mentioned it a few times in the docuseries, but it's just like, it's, it is the world that we we want. Yes, we um, want we deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah uh, I agree. Um, do you want to talk to like specifically about the episode? What happened? Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! If y'all haven't watched it, we are going to talk about the plot. So but. we will make it. We will make it crystal clear in our in our posts and stuff that this right. is a discussion about the finale, you need to have seen the finale. And I thought, and we've, we've talked about this um, before we started recording, but I thought last week was emotional. And it was. It was. It definitely was. Especially the scene with uh, David and um, Stevie was what was weaving. We, and, then, and then when, at the end, when they, when they were in front of the house, him and Patrick were was weaving again. So it's just, God. Mm. And I mean, they've had some really heartbreaking moments. The show just um, is very good about having the humor, but also these really heartwarming, touching moments. And there was a lot of that in this episode. Obviously, this is Patrick and uh, David's wedding day, so it's a big deal. But everything kind of goes wrong, so David's a little freaked out. And so Patrick... <laughs> they really pushed the envelope tonight. They really did. They really did. And Patrick, I was like... Patrick gets David a massage to like relax while they, they figure everything out because some things went wrong. They're like, we're going to go figure this out. Do you have a massage? <laughs> and he has a massage with a happy ending, but it's a whole miscommunication. I know for one, I mean, I wish America was as lax as uh, other countries. As, yeah. You know, that would never Brits flown on. Network. Oh no. Well, and what within the first two minutes, David right. says, the F word just once after another, after another. And I was just like, what are we watching? Like they are going out with a bang. And then the massage thing, I'm like, did that just happen? Like, am I reading into this? Cause I thought David was going to fall asleep. That's, yeah. that was my whole thing with massage. And maybe he was going to wake up just in time to get married or something like that. And I'm like, I think he just got aroused. Like, what is going on? And then he mentioned the happy ending, and then they incorporated into the vows, which, I mean, right. and just just Patrick's response. Like, if this was a, another TV show, it would have been a huge fight. Right. The entire thing. They would right. have broken up. Right. Um, exactly. 
I agree. And I loved how they handled it because it was basically a misunderstanding where Dave was like, I thought you wanted me to do this. And he's like, no, why would I want you to get a happy ending from another guy on our wedding day? (laughs) I left an envelope of cash and told him to take care of you. I don't, he's like, oh, (laughs) that was really funny. I loved um, Stevie too there just being like, oh, was it, well, was it good? (laughs) (laughs) I love how they handled it. Right. That's the good thing of the show is they take these moments where, in most cliches, it's going to turn into a fight. They're going to, you know, weddings off, that mm-hmm. kind of non, you know, same old, same old. So, but this, they were just like, <sighs> whatever, and then moved on. So I just really loved it. So it was, yeah. it was genuinely very funny. And then, and then everything. Uh, Moira, this episode too was on point, like the most Moira of Moira ever. She dressed like the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> doing officiating for their wedding but she's like crying and it's which is very sweet and and, and they, i and i love how in the docuseries that they mentioned that she's a gay icon right uh and it's something that never even crossed my mind um that but it actually does make sense because I know of a couple guys who are obsessed with her and they've done a couple routines and they try and act like her, you know, trying to be that character. And it's like, oh, this character is really resonating with um, the, the the queer community. And they, yeah, they talk about that in the docuseries that airs after the finale. And if you get a chance, please watch it because it's, it's so good. Um, but they talk about that and how that she's so... She's over the top, but she's very confident and she knows who she is. And that's kind of what speaks to people is because she is who she is no matter what. And she does not have, she's not ashamed of it or embarrassed of it. And that's why a lot of people I think are really into Moira because she is this quirky over the top character, but she's also, she also has a heart of gold as they said. So it's, and it definitely comes across that way. So it's just a very sweet um, scene in the, in the town hall when they get married. Um, you know, and then Patrick sings Mariah Carey. You know, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> crying. I was crying oh then. God. Everyone's crying. <laughs> well, and then the Jazz of Gals were oh, singing the Simply the Best. And yes. I was like, that made me this cry too. Is so perfect. This so is perfect. so perfect. So perfect. Everything um, was perfect. And then in the And end, I love that Alexis gave him away. Yes, I do too. I think it's just, it's just so sweet. And Mm -hmm. then the ending is basically, you know, Moira and Johnny leaving Schitt's Creek and then they stop and they, you know, they hug all the kids and it's just really sweet and very sweet. And he stops and like looks at the sign and they had put um, the, all the, the, the Rose family up on the Schitt's Creek sign and it's really cute and very sweet, very, very fitting ending, I think. Mm-hmm. So well done. I still think they could have stretched this out for two more seasons, oh, but for sure. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there, and the, the thing that I think I really love about the show is just the relationships and the different characters and how you can see yourself in many of the characters not just the 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 four main uh lead um lead characters but you everyone is not your typical you know you have your 
typical, you know, rich girl, or you have your typical, um, um, you know, like Twilight, you know, like right. I, I love in the docuseries how they showed what her character was in that pilot that right. they shot that never aired, that she was a whole different character. And then, especially in the, the previous episode where you learn that she won the lottery right years ago and then She's it's just like and she does it just for for fun you know or just right yeah and then you go back and like watching some of the episodes that i watched um recently and it's just like they probably didn't have it planned but maybe because remember eugene really hammered uh, right, they, they, hammered it into Dan that you need to get these these characters. You need to know who they are before we. we yeah, begin. they talked about that the donkey series. Um, yeah. just preparation that went even before they started creating the show is just working on the characters, and it shows. It shows so much in these characters. Mm-hmm. And who knows? I mean, obviously, um, Twyla is played by Dan's actual sister and Eugene's daughter. I mean, maybe that's what that. Maybe that's how she played. I think that's how she really played Twyla mm-hmm. over these years. And it's, again, it's just these little, these supporting characters that uh, each one of them could have their own show. Right. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. You know, and I really liked it, especially in the end, um, they still held on to the Ronnie and Patrick kind of feud. How Ronnie doesn't like Patrick. <laughs> it was really funny. That's like, that was a nice touch. Anyway, that just popped into my head. But um, yeah, I yeah. think, you know, it's, it's where you get to these shows and I love shows like this that have these great casts, um, ensemble casts, and they have great chemistry and it's all written well and it just meshes well. And, you know, but you can also feel the real genuine love they all have for each other as cast and crew members, especially when you watch interviews or something like the docuseries. And I think that just adds a whole layer to it. And, you know, I love shows like that because that's the kind of stuff that you really connect with because there's a lot of genuine emotion behind what they're doing. And I think that's what shines through in this show so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, right. before we get to more of the, the finale, let's, uh, let's listen to a couple clips of Dan. Um, the first one is him talking with Kelly Clarkson about how he feels about wrapping up uh, after six seasons. And then we'll get into uh, an interview that Annie did on um, a a, a Canadian radio show where she, uh, she also kind of gives some of her, her final thoughts on, on all this. Take a listen. I can't truly express how devastating it was to say goodbye to these people. I mean, we are such a close-knit family. I love the show so deeply. Well, you I put, literally are family, though. We, yeah. in, in many cases, <laughs> we are family. Um, and I think I've just given my whole heart and soul to the show, so knowing that it was ending, I was a mess. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm a Lamborghini. I'm a Hollywood star. I'm a little bit tipsy when I drive my car. I'm expensive sushi. I'm a cute, huge yacht. I'm a little bit single, even when I'm not. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. 
I'm a little bit of la 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 la. And so amazing to have a job and then to have a job that I am proud of. But then on top of that, to have a job that is impacting people on a level that's so much more than entertainment. Um, we get, and Dan in particular, but we all have gotten letters from people who, um, after watching the show, have, have felt the courage to come out to their families or parents who have um, accepted their kids because after seeing how Johnny and Moira have treated their queer son and um, uh, we've been getting letters from people going through chemotherapy treatment who have said that, you know, th this is the show that kind of got them through the hard times and has brought them happiness and hope. And so it's it's been a very, very, very special experience because of that. Okay, there you go. Um, uh, she's, you know, they touch, they talk, they talk more about that um, in the documentary uh, after the series finale, just about the LGBTQ representation and what it's meant for the community, um, and you know, even for everybody, really, um, and just what it what it's meant for the cast and crew to be involved in that. Like they show a really beautiful scene. Um, <clears throat> It was after one of the episodes, like the one of the, after the episode shoots that they did, but there's a scene where um, this, this Facebook group of moms of LGBTQ um, kids basically wrote a letter to Dan and the show saying, you know, thank you for the representation and they're like everybody's weeping and crying. And I was like, I was crying too, but like they have a, a point with the show is that they did it in such a nonchalant way, you know, that this is, this is how we want the world to be. And, uh, you know, cause they said, and they, there was someone they interviewed in that documentary. I cannot remember who it was, but he said, especially with Patrick and um, David's relationship, a lot of times gay couples, it's usually through the lens of, you know, drama or, you know, mm -hmm. there's some sort of, thing that's keeping them apart or some obstacle better. because obstacle. of their sexuality right exactly and this there's no obstacles there's no homophobia there's none of that in Schitt's Creek and it's really beautiful they just get to be mm -hmm. who they are and get to have that loving relationship and I think I think that's really it's really nice and I do think that's why this resonates with people so much too Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and also not just, yeah, the, the no homophobia, but there's also no <laughs> racism. Mm -hmm. uh, they've talked many times about how uh, they, it, it kind of, it also challenged the writers because they needed to come up with something more than just a, the same tropes that we right. have seen over and over. And it's like, okay, well, these are different characters, but it's the same shit. <laughs> Shit's great. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why, I think that's really why it resonated with people because it, it you're connecting to the show on a, a level that you've never seen before. It is groundbreaking. It right. is it groundbreaking. Is. And that's what makes it, makes it so special. And, you know, it wasn't like, I mean, it was just, you know, Dan had an idea. He went to, to Eugene and they just kind of went from there. And, and I love the story about, you know, Catherine O'Hare and she's like, Oh my, you know, what? We're gonna do more a whole season, you know. Um Yeah, they had to convince her basically to do this. Um and she's like, I'm so glad I did. Could you imagine if I didn't? So it's uh, mm -hmm. but it's yeah, they talk a lot about that in the documentary too. It's just it's just 
the show is going to have a lasting impact, I think. And I think especially as more, more people get um, wind of it, um, you know, I, I tell everybody to watch the show and I'm tell my sister three or four times to watch the show. She hasn't watched it yet, but even my dad watched it and he's conservative Texan um, and he loved it. So there, so that's the kind of, um, that's the thing. It kind of reaches to everybody, I think, because it's funny and it's sweet. So. Well, and it was also their approach. Like they even right. mentioned in the docuseries that they aren't, they're not trying to teach someone a lesson. Right, they're not. Um, right. I mean, they are, but yes. they're not doing it in a way where you are forcing it down someone's throat and saying, right. this is how you should respond. Right. This is how you should act um, with your your son or daughter or right. whatever. Like, but it just in a way that, they you can relate to them on a human a positive level. way as they put it so yeah definitely so mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's just so good and it just you know it's uh it's changed it changed a lot of lives they talked they talked to annie about how she said she was she hadn't worked in two years and then she got this audition and dan says they auditioned like a hundred people for this and annie was like perfect and even Emily was like, I wasn't sure I was going to get it. So it changed a lot of their lives. Um, but it's kind of crazy because they shopped this around and <laughs> the, <laughs> it almost got passed. Well, it did get passed by a major network. Um, but um, they talked about it. They talked about it for, for Vanity Fair um, or Variety, excuse me. Um, so we do have some audio of that that y'all should listen to. We came very close to selling the show to NBC. And then it came back to us that an executive didn't like the name, so they passed on the show. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. It's yeah. a last name. It's it a, is a it's proper a last name. Last name. Yeah. Um, and, and didn't that, you guys go through? Sorry, well, didn't you guys how, go through a phone book and highlight yeah. all of the well, shows? That's, that's how we got it on with the CBC initially up in Canada. Was to say this is a legitimate name. You know, you you can't not show the name. That There's continues to be the argument. Uh, if yeah, a person's yeah. last name happens yes. to also be a swear, if you say it, but it's spelled differently, yeah, you can't super it. What is that? that well, what are we doing? We have to honor the name and say the name. Yeah. Shit. Shit. And that's what it is. I'm going to miss this show so much. (laughs) Just listening to them. I mean, this is a family that that we've been watching for, I mean, no matter how long you've been watching, even if you binge watched it. I mean, this is a family that really, it, it sticks with you. Their relationship sticks with you. And especially like how they first started out and you think you have them all figured out. You know exactly who is who and how they're going to react and you know they're awful human beings and you know they they yeah, were to they some were. degree Definitely. in many many de- to you know many different ways but they they grew over time and that's that i think that's what i really appreciate about it is that um you can see that okay maybe you are this way but you can become better like you can be your better self. Um, right. Exactly. In that, you know, even in hard times, even times you think things are bad, they might end up good, you know, so it certainly did for the Rose family. So, um, yeah, I think it's inspirational and just 
just mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could talk about the greatness of this show. Yeah. <laughs> it's so well, and also just think of the last season, how, you know, for five seasons, it really did think outside the box. It gave us something that we'd never seen before. It showed us ways that these characters grew um, by just some simple little little situation or a person they met or an interaction they had. And the final season was, we knew it was going to be all about uh, David and Patrick's wedding. And we probably thought we had it figured out exactly how it was going to look. It was going to be in some fancy, fancy, whatever, or Alexis was going to end up with Ted like, Oh, well they, we know how this is going to end. Right. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, and Ted, Ted ended his uh, part of the season a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And, and again, you thought you had it figured out that, okay, well, he's going to give up his dream and he's going to come back and he's going to stay in Schitt's Creek. Right. No. Yeah. I, I like the way that they did that too, because it is more, it's very realistic. You know, these are both, and Dan touched it on the docuseries that, you know, these are people who both love and they're not ending because they weren't in love, but it's because of both, the best thing for them, you know, for their career, you know, for their lives. And it's, you know, I think there's a lot of people who go through stuff like that. So um, I do, I do appreciate that. It's not, Mm -hmm. again, they just don't, they don't subscribe to the cliches and I really love it. Right. And I think we all assumed that Alexis was going to be married. I mean, she was engaged twice on the show. Yes. No, maybe just once. Just Just once once to Ted. Ted And then, but you know, he just kind of assumed. I guess they were, yeah yeah they were (laughs) um but you know we kind of figured out or we kind of assumed exactly what was going to be and you know it didn't it 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 surprised us at on on in every episode i do think um um alexis's character development is one of the best in the show just going from vapid rich party girl to being, you know, she went to college, you know, she's starting her own career and she's, you know, she's finally going to go live on her own and try something for, for herself for once. So I do think they did a great job with her development. Mm-hmm. And I do like that we still, even though we know she's headed to New York, um, we got to see them all. We didn't have to go to New York. We didn't have to see her go to New York. She ended um, with Stevie and David and Patrick standing outside the motel that they called home uh, the last few years instead of, again, not the same trope of, oh, we're going to know exactly where they're going um, or see them actually right. go. And I thought it was perfect that that uh, when they were driving out of town, I was like, what are why are we watching them drive out of town? Because then I thought, Oh, please don't turn around. Please don't turn around. Like I want them to turn around, but don't turn around. And it's like, nope, we're going to look at that sign. And then you saw exactly um, why. Yeah, exactly. We've seen some good series finales this year. Good Place and now Schitt's Creek. Yeah, that's true. We have. And And you know why? Is because those two shows gave fans creative what they creative control but they also gave fans what they wanted right. but something that the fans didn't know they wanted 
Right. You know, like they, they honored the show, but yet it wasn't, none of this was something completely out of left field or, you know, I think that's a lot of times where these series go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we we can't give the fans exactly what they want. We well, you can, but you can still do it in a creative way. Right. It still shows that you have control and doing something unique, and not right. something that's Staying going to be to a the show and, and what people love about it. I think is what you know, and I think far too often that kind of goes away after several seasons, forced seasons, pretty much. Um, so oh, yeah. yeah, I think that happens a lot with shows. Um, but you know, yeah, I think, I think there's something to be said to have a clear beginning, middle end for, for shows, even as beloved as the good places or, um, the Shit's Creek is like, it really helps with the storytelling and the quality of the, of the show. So mm-hmm. It's also kind of exciting to think what this show will inspire in other um, other uh, other series creators and stuff. Hope I hope it does give us something where we can get another show like this or something that's something we haven't seen before. Because I think right now with what we're going through, that we need more rom-coms. We need more comedies. We need something a little bit lighter because I don't know about you, but I am about, I've about had it with just watching, especially with, again, what we're going through. Like I, I just can't really invest in a TV show or even a movie where it's like, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to watch something. anything. Dark or dystopian. Yeah, dystopian. Except right now, I agree completely. Um, that's why I'm watching True Blood again because it's it's kind of dark, but it's campy. Oh, but it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, you know, like I just can't bring myself can't bring myself to watch Ozark yet. So. <laughs> yeah, we watched episode one of season three, and I'm like, ooh, we're yeah. gonna have to wait. We're gonna have to wait a while. I I know it's good. Everyone's been talking about it. It's really good, but. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to let that one just kind of simmer, right? Because I need I need something a lot lighter. And now this gives me an excuse to go back and finish watching Shit's Creek all over again. I will definitely binge this again, um, definitely. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I just binged it not too long ago, like three or four months ago. So um, <laughs> this will be one of my go tos. Like I said, I'll be yeah. telling everybody. I've been telling everybody I know you know, who hasn't watched it yet to watch it because it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's, it, is. it is one of the best shows I think ever made and definitely like probably number one in my book, mm-hmm. at least top five. Yeah, so. me too. Yeah. Me too. All okay. right. Well, I am worn out after watching that. <laughs> like I said, I could talk about this forever, um, but if you haven't watched it, watch it. Um, I'm sure season six, I don't know when it's going to hit Netflix, but now that it's done airing on pop, it will hit Netflix eventually. Um, so if you're waiting for Netflix, you're going to be. Hopefully uh, they'll, they'll speed it up since yeah. we're going to have kind of a, a drought of new shows that will be premiering in the next. Uh, oh yeah. New shows and movies. Um, yeah. Um, and hopefully, I'm sure they'll be including the documentary too, um, once that happens, because definitely watch that documentary. 
Mm -hmm. uh, when it's all said and done anyway. Cause I think they're just treating it like as a, the final episode sort of, or in, yeah, I think you're uh, right. Just with how YouTube TV handled it. So mm -hmm. yeah. But anyway, well guys, you can always uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it as much as, uh, as we did. And uh, yeah. So we can continue this conversation, and obviously we'll be talking about this in in right. future podcasts. If Dan, well. if Dan Levy ever hears this, thank you to the whole everybody there because it was a beautiful show, and yeah, it's like one of those things that you just never ever forget. Mm. Um, so yeah. beautiful, so beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, thank that's you. it. Um, follow us on Twitter at a gallon again. We're on Facebook at gallon again as well, so you can reach out to us there and tell us what you thought. Until next time. That's a wrap for us. <laughs> I'm gonna cry again. Thanks. I know. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye, guys.